welcome to the South Road Boys. No music this week. No, no music this week. I just tried to ease on in. Right. Just play it flat bat. I will say, though, mm. it sounded very professional. Did it now? I did. It was my radio voice, you said. Yeah, no, it was really good, actually. Oh, I like that. Sorry. Radio voice, not radio voice. Yeah, yeah no, the radio way. voice is very <laughs> Welcome to the South Road Boys, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome, Mr. Barnes, to episode uh, 229, entitled Review Russ. What have we, sorry, we've, we've already titled the episode. We have. We have. We haven't done the episode. We've just started the episode. Correct. And this episode is called Rearview Russ. Okay. So I just point out to the roadies that the way our process normally works is we oh, record. Yeah. Oh, you're going to show them how the, the well, sausage is yeah, made. We record on a Monday. Yes. I'll record on a Monday. And we Monday. release the following Monday. Uh, the reason for that is if for some reason we cannot get together on the Monday, we've got time in that week to still set up another time. Like if someone had COVID, for exactly. example. Exactly. And that's why we had to go Thursday last week yes. instead of Monday. Um, and for that reason as well, we've been doing this for over four years and I've not missed a fucking week because that's how much we care. You're true. Yeah. I mean, there have been missing tapes, but we still recorded- That was right at the start, though. Yeah. And we still recorded- yeah. We just didn't have anything True. to put up. But we've gone for four years. I mean, what are we, 228 episodes? 228, 229 now. Yeah, um, without missing a week, basically. Correct. I mean, it's nuts. Insane. Yes. But what normally happens is I will listen to it on the weekend. Oh, I'll listen release. to it. I'll, I'll edit it first. Well, you edit it. Yep, then you say it's on the drive. Yep, we're making using sure that the Googly know, drives. Making sure that our levels are right. Yeah, make it sound you special. You and I don't say anything untoward. No, because we've had a couple of moments where we have kind of listened back and gone, oh, yeah. maybe that's not overly appropriate. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even on purpose too, but listening back, you go, oh, that could get taken the wrong way. So, And for those of you who, when I still left in my uh, Ukrainian Border Patrol joke, you can only imagine the stuff that may have <laughs> we had to edit out if yeah. I still left that in. <laughs> so what happens then is I listen to it myself. Yes. I do a little description that goes on the Spotify and all the, the rest author. of it. Um, I then send it back to you and then you upload it and you then give it a title. And I don't know what that title is going to be until mm. the Monday. Oh, until I, I listen to it on the weekend pretty yeah, much. Yeah, because I put a title. Could be anything. In. Yeah. Could so, be anything. But it normally comes out of something that we talk about in the episode. Something Generally. random. Yeah. Could um, be an off-the-cuff comment. Yeah, could something. be. Something so, that's made you or I laugh. Exactly. So, now mm. you've named it before we've recorded, which means that you've got a plan, my friend. No, you named it before. I named it before, did I? You named this episode when we recorded in May 2020, episode 134. <laughs> you named this episode. Did I now? You did. Review Russ. Review Russ. Is it going to be about Russell Robinson? It does. Okay. <laughs> I know we did discuss him at one time. Uh, yes. Um, and for he's those, come but, up a couple of times, to be honest. And the only reason, Rod, is for the reason why Russell Robinson has come up, uh, also known as Robbo, for those people playing at home, uh, grew up in the small town of Penguin, yeah. where he went to high school with Mr. Barnes and I from 91 to 94. Um Played for Melbourne football. Well, same high school, anyway. Same high school. I was in, I think, two grades above or three grades above yeah, or whatever. I'd already left by that time, so I'm old. True. Mm. Actually, I might have even left before he got yeah, there. But I he left, did take I left over 88. My, yeah, I left in 90. But he did take over my paper run because Russ lived over the road from me and I had a pretty sweet paper route at the time. 
Um, <laughs> Pretty sweet paper. Oh, it was a fucking sweet paper run. It was a Sunday paper when the paper itself, I think, started at 70 cents. And by mm. the time I finished, was it 80 cents? Possibly even 90. So everyone gave you a minimum of a dollar. Of course they did. Sometimes two bucks. I had a guy on there who was a delivery guy for Samboy's chips. So anything that was within a couple of days out of date, there was always a packet of those left with the, <laughs> with the money. I had a lady who was also pretty keen to give away a couple of Freddo frogs every now and then. Swapped it up with the occasional apple. Uh, Freddo two, frogs is a good deal, though. Yeah, yeah, just a Freddo frog every yeah, now and then. That's all right. For your morning sugar hit. Nice. And then I had two places that I used to, if I, there was the Phoebe's. Now, my paper run was supposed to start at 8 o'clock, but the Phoebe's were like the fourth house on my run. But if I got there before 8.30, they weren't up. So I couldn't really get a sale there. So I would sit there out after I'd done the first three deliveries, Mm -hmm. read the paper, and then at 8.35, knock on their door and be greeted with fresh baked bread and jam. I tell you what, that's service. That was, I tell you what, that was worth waiting just, for 20 minutes. You could essentially just gone, you know what, I'm not going to spend all my morning waiting for these people. Mm. I'm just going to go into the next house. Yeah. But no, you, being the person that you are. The generosity that is me. You would hang around because there was a reward. Oh, I wasn't there ever. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I'd stop in at my place, have second breakfasts, Levenses, and then there was a last house that also, you know, hooked me some bacon and eggs if I'd hung around long enough. <laughs> You really did it tough. I really did. My paper run didn't finish till after 12, and I was probably supposed to be done by nine. And if I had got a motor on, I probably could have, but I just couldn't be asked. And it was about a $40 paper run for me. There you go. That's big money back then. Yeah, I thought it was. I think what I took home out of that was about 20 Yep. So, you know, I'm winning. Yep. Winning. Good anyway, uh, Russell Robinson grew up in Tassie, grew up in Penguin, and played for the Melbourne Football Club. Yeah, apparently could kick a football. Could, could jump pretty high too. Didn't mind a mark. Mm. How many games do you remember that Russell Robinson played for Melbourne? That's a good point. I would actually have no idea. I'm going to actually know the exact number. Is it two two nine? It's two two eight, mate. Oh, two two eight. Congratulations! You, you have done more podcasts than Russell Robinson played for Melbourne. <laughs> oh, that's why we did it. <laughs> Correct. That's right. Because we were going to have a Penguin Hall of uh, Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. This is how this conversation went. <laughs> yep. There was going to be a Penguin Walk of Fame, very similar to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes. But instead of stars in Penguin, we were going to have little penguins embedded yep. into the concrete. And we thought about being at the front, you know, in front of the actual big penguin. Mm-hmm. And then the next iteration of that was... Um, For those who don't know, our town of Penguin has a big penguin statue. It's a big mm, thing, yeah. like, you know. It's, of, it's probably what, probably nine foot tall, I reckon? Yeah, I reckon. Mm. Yeah, made out of fiberglass. Big, big fucking penguin. We don't say asbestos, we say no. fiberglass. Mm. <laughs> and um, and so we had that conversation that we're, maybe what we should do is actually start it from number one, South Road, and go up to 38 South Road. And Which we, is... Between our homes. Between our homes. Mm. And um, we suggested that, you know, only the best of the best from Penguin, you know, the most famous of famous mm. would be there. Yep. And at the time, and he hasn't changed this number, Russell Robinson played 228 games for Melbourne Football Club. Hasn't played any more since in the last two years. Um, and we said that, well, if we make it to 229... Review Russ. He's in the review mirror. See you later. <laughs> We've got him done. Because that was the thing. So I do remember now, he did a podcast. Oh, 
Well, sort of. He did. It was just a few episodes. It was, was a few I think episodes. it was leading into the finals for Melbourne. Melbourne, when so Melbourne was in the grand final. Yeah, and it's like, mate, you know, you had footy, you were good at it. Oh, wasn't he ever. Um, we're the podcast kings. Mm. Don't try and step onto our route. Mm-mm. You know, this is our, our little niche. Yeah, you play football. Play football. You play your guitar. Play football. Do what you want to do. Podcasting's us. Be famous. You know, whatever. Yeah. So now... We've now overtaken his amount of games with our podcast. Yeah, pretty much. So, so we're tr- starting to tread on his ground. Yeah. Like, well, review Russ, isn't yeah. it? Review Mirror. Yeah. See, See you later, home, buddy. Home. Yep. Tell your story walking. So, look, you know, I'm glad he had a great career, but it means nothing now, mate. <laughs> Just gone. <laughs> exactly. Now, <laughs> what else do you remember from episode 134, oh Mr. God, you're just going back into the review Mirror in a major way. Well, I had the alarm come up. This is nearly 100 episodes ago. Correct. How the hell am I meant to remember that? Well, come on. I can't remember what I had for breakfast last week. (laughs) Um, Please do tell me, Joe, what else happened in that episode? Well, in episode 134, I got to see more of your face than I had in a very long time. Oh, I de-bearded. Babs had retired and I'd (laughs) rocked up and you had shaved the beard. Yeah, that was a big moment. Mmm. Episode one three four was a big episode. It was. We talked about caveman erotica. <laughs> <laughs> There's no surprises there. I had uh, done some amateur arborism with ladders strapped to other ladders strapped to trees and climbed, you know, eight <laughs> foot in the bloody tree. You were going to prison. Do you remember what the charge was going to be for you going to prison? No, I do not. What was I going to prison for? Michelle Branch. <laughs> I don't even know why. Because you played it. Because <laughs> you said Michelle Branch, and I went, who? And you went, fuck, come on. Surely you know who Michelle Branch is. And I've gone, eh. And so you played audio. And then we talked about having a oh, cease and desist. That's right. Yes, and I then, remember that now. And then you suggested that maybe, you know, if we got a cease and desist, you might, someone might have to do some prison time. And I said, well, they probably wouldn't send you straight to prison, and the charge certainly wouldn't just be Michelle Branch. <laughs> Michelle Branch. <laughs> um, we have we heard from Michelle g- Branch? I was probably going out on a limb, though. Yeah, you were. That's the yeah. same joke you made at probably. 134. <laughs> I don't make new jokes, mate. I used to reinvent myself every 100 episodes. Um, I haven't have heard he- from her. No. no, we didn't get a cease and desist no. from Michelle Branch, and none of the roadies obviously fucking got their act together <laughs> and didn't make any contact with us, so we dodged that <sighs> bullet. Um, what is, is this now what we do? Is it we just go back in old episodes and we just trace over no, what we used to do? I'd remind you, you dropped off the uh, Donald Trump, who at the time was the president. You decided to give him the flick on, on social media because you said he was a bit of an idiot. <laughs> a bit of an idiot? A bit of an idiot. Jeez, oh, I was being kind. Okay. We had a celebrity Deadpool death. Oh. Do we remember who died in Celebrity Deadpool? God, if we're going back then. Mm. Wowzers. Wouldn't have been a... No, that was later on. A famous actor in his own right also has a very famous son. And they share the same last name. Really? And I will tell you a movie that you thought of... Was it a sheen? No. With the son, not at the museum. Uh, I'm th- for some reason I'm going to Nick Cage, but that's not right. No, he was uh, no um, Stiller. Correct. Yeah. So Jerry Stiller. And I wasn't Night at the Museum. What's the one that he does? Um, yeah, that was Ben Stiller. No, no, Nick Cage though. 
He has one. It's not um, Connie. <laughs> no, it's not Connie. I'm not down there again. But it's not Night in the Museum. But it's a um. He's like a Indiana oh, Jones sort yeah, of a character. Yeah, yeah. Um, hidden treasure. No, national treasure. National treasure. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. of. National treasure. Um, and then the last thing we talked about was the Penguin Hall Walk of Fame. There you go. With penguining. So what review Russ. What an episode. What a bang. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad we went back and looked at that. I put a reminder in the That's phone. Exactly. <laughs> I was obviously doing. I was. I mean, we talked about how we we do this. So I've, we've obviously recorded the episode on the Monday. At some point during the week, I've re-listened to it, and when I hear something like that, and I go, "Oh, the roadies need to remember to remind us." At two hundred and twenty-nine episodes, because yeah, we won't remember. Fuck, we won't remember. <laughs> so I put in my phone, listen to episode one thirty-four. That's all I put in. Well, that's nearly two years later. Yes. <laughs> Wowzers. I didn't think I'd ever listen to 134 again, but I did. Mm. Wasn't really worth it, was it? <laughs> anyway, what's been going on in your well, world, speaking man? Of Deadpool, we're not doing Deadpool at the moment, obviously, but there was no. a, bit, a bit of a big death this week. Did you notice that? Whom? William Hurt. It did it? Apparently. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, um, prostate cancer. Oh, that's going to shit you. He's been had that for... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> will he hurt? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Um, so, yeah. Was he, he diagnosed by Hopawate? <laughs> Apparently he did. He was diagnosed a couple of years ago. And what do we know about Billy Hurt? Well, Willie, I haven't even gone for info, but he was um, he was one of our Marvel commanders. Mm. He was the gen. He had the big general. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so, I don't know what they're going to do there. I mean, are they going to just... Do like a weekend at Bernie's? Oh, just or an Irishman him. Or what? The Irishman. The Irishman. It was a big show on Netflix where they basically got actors. I think they got an actor and de-aged them. That was the yeah. one of the first whatever. Yeah. So could they get found footage? Or do they just James Bond him? Put just another actor in. Yeah, which, I mean, who would really care? No. Other than, I mean, there'd be fanboys and girls that would. And then they'll get over it. And then they'll get over it. It's fine. <laughs> That's exactly I mean, well, what they three different hulks. True. I mean. Mind you, people who were doing um, the Bond, did you see the BAFTA Awards? Probably no. not. I didn't watch it either, but I did watch Rebel Wilson. I think she was hosting the BAFTAs, who came out and announced- Skinny Rebel. Skinny Rebel came out and announced that, yes, she has been given the nod. She will be the new James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into that one because we've had this conversation on the James Bond and the change in the sex yes. and all the rest of it. And yeah, I anyway, guess. but apparently there was a couple of actors in that room who had been, you know, there'd been rumours around could that person be the next James yeah, Bond? Right. Could that? And so when she dropped it, it was there was audible gasps and giggles and mutterings and all that kind of stuff. I still say though, a lot of the people they put up to be Bond, in my opinion, they're too old. Because if you're going to do, say, four films, and these are fairly physically demanding roles. Yes. Um, I mean, if you're already 50-odd, you're, prob- you're probably not really the person we need for the role. No. Because you- it's an action role now. It's not just... It's not Sean Connery back in the day of just having a drinking, just wandering around and, yeah, bedding women and driving a car. Correct. And you then know? occasionally shooting something. Yeah. So, it's a little bit different. A I bit more- still reckon Idris Elba. Yeah, I still want, I still think he's too old. But I can't even fathom that him and I are the same species. He looks that good. <laughs> <laughs> like he he 
looks insane for his age. And he's older than me. Yeah, and he's got charisma just oozing out of every point. Cool motherfucker. Yeah, he really is. Like, he exudes the cool motherfuckerness <laughs> that is required to be a Bond. He's the kind of guy that needs to be on a Tarantino film. Exactly. Like, you just need someone who is that just cool motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't give it to a Ryan Reynolds, because he's a funny fuck. Yeah. He's not a cool motherfucker. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, I yes. watched The Adam Project today. Oh, I was going to Have watch you watched the, it yet? No, not yet. It's so like, good. I heard, look, I watched the trailer and I thought, oh, that looks like it's genius. And actually, it was really good. I mean, mm. it's not reinventing the wheel anywhere. It's no. not... It's not... Um, Nothing's going to really surprise you. You're not going to go, oh my God, I didn't see that coming. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, um, but it's just, it's just great fun to watch. And how do they get around the Back to the Future paradox? Um, Or do they they don't even address it? No, they they kind of do. um, Yes. But they do it very sensibly. It all makes sense. Okay, cool. So I won't go into it because you haven't watched it yet. No. They don't try and once again reinvent how time travel works and all the rest of it. Yep. Um, they just use a very simple process that goes, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, for those people who don't know, uh, the premise of the story, I think, is a young boy um, and his mum, and then all of a sudden there's some sort of alien craft arrive, yep. and an alien comes off, and the or, boy- Or a guy comes off. A guy comes- an alien. Uh, yeah, a yep. guy comes off the alien ship or a, a spaceship, Yep. and this young boy looks at this older guy and goes, well, fuck, you know how to close the fridge door, or- yeah, You know you the know, name of my dog. You know the name of my dog, and-, and how, do, how are you so familiar with everything in my life? And then it turns out, because it's in the trailer, yep. they are the same person, yep. only time. Mm. And so that's the, the question of how do you use the, the back to the future paradox, which is you can't occupy this, you can't see yourself. Yep. Yeah, Marty, okay. Marty, we got to get back to 1985. They pretty much ignore all that kind of oh, stuff. Fair that's no. I mean. <coughs> And the thing is, they can, because that's something we invented. Yeah, it's all made like up it's, anyway. It's not like someone's actually done that. These are not the rules of international <laughs> time travel as handed <laughs> down by NASA. in the same space. We've tried that before. The two guys just disappeared. Like Correct. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's made up. Made up. And if, as far as time travel movies go, how do you rate it? I actually rated the movie really highly. I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10, I reckon. Oh, Hello. Like, I'd watch it again and enjoy yes. it, I reckon, just as much. But I will say, I mean, I've got a hard-on for Ryan Reynolds. There's no mm. doubt about it. I mean, <laughs> the, I mean it's, it's man-crushed frenzy. Yeah, fair enough. Um, he's just a fun dude. He just is. Like, I actually don't want to have sex with the guy, but I just want him to be in my life. <laughs> <laughs> just, just want to hang out. Yeah, but uh, the kid, though, it's really interesting because it's younger Ryan Reynolds. Um, he has similar lines to what Ryan Reynolds would use in his movie, so he's a little bit of a smart-ass. Oh, yes. And he's, what, I think he's 13. Does he carry it? Yes, very well. Oh, good. Yeah, very, very well. Yeah. Um, and you got Jennifer Garner as the mum. I mean, she's just great on screen. So some good casting. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, but what I didn't realise is the guy that actually directed this film mm. also did Real Steel, which is a Hugh Jackman film about yes. the robots. Yeah, I remember that. Is, That's a good kid's film. It is. It's another one of those where it's like, you know, it's a young kid but an adult and it's kind of got yeah. this serious themes throughout, but you can watch it as a family or, you know, yeah. sort of swearing or the rest of it. No, and, and for those people who don't know Real Steel, it's basically there is a, a time in the future where UFC is fought by robots. Yeah. And you have real live people who are in control of these robots, which have to be good fighters and physically well built to be able to maintain 
using these robots, mm-hmm. but that's effectively what it is. And they have to earn some money, and he gets a beaten up, old, broken down, ex fighting robot, and tries to take the title. Mm. And forms just a really cool connection. And yeah, no, it's so I found it interesting that there's a theme, obviously, with this director to do that style of film. Mm. Yeah, but no, it was really enjoyable. It's number one already on the, the nets, which is not surprising. PG or M? Um, I reckon it was PG. Okay, so it's probably yeah. R. I, I didn't even look, um, to be honest. Well, no, you don't look at those things. No. But, uh, no right. You didn't have to ask mum? No, didn't need to. And there was no oh, little Oh, you can watch whatever you want. You're almost 50. Yeah. But no, super, super film. Like, just lots of fun. Excellent. Yeah, it's just... And uh, I dare say, just standalone movie. There's no connections to anything else. Like, it's just... Here's an hour and 45 minutes of fun. Perfect. Go enjoy the shit out of it. Excellent. Which yeah. we will be doing. So, it was good. Cool. Um, and apart from that, what else are you doing? Um, did a bit of a camp on the long weekend. Yeah, how was that? Because in Tassie, it's a long weekend. Isn't it ever? We've got one of those. So it's a public holiday today for us mm-hmm. when we're recording. Eight-hour day. Eight-hour day, which is one of those ones that mean nothing to anyone, but we get a day off, so we go, yippee. Labor day. That's what everyone else still calls it. Yeah. I don't know why we changed it, to be honest. It's a little bit weird. Probably took about four weeks of bloody um, political circles to all make a decision and then get it all on paper, and then they probably had to hire lawyers and everything to change it all around. It probably cost about $477,000 to change it. And there was a committee. Yeah, but you know what? It's a great name. Well, <laughs> speaking of the committees and things that people fucking... All right. Have you seen what the Prime Minister's Cabinet have done? Oh, what have they done now? So... The Prime Minister Cabinet Women's Network, right? That's what it was called. Right. So, the new Women's Network, which is intended to promote gender equality, has been roasted online. The description of the network says it will champ- it champions equal opportunity on behalf of its members and is inclusive, volunteer-based organisation built by members for members. The Women's Network assists... Um, PM and C, I'm not sure what that is, uh, Prime Minister and Cabinets, and is enabling cultural change aspirations expressed in the Department's 100 to 1,000-day plan for transformational change by helping implement the Prime Minister and Cabinet's Gender Equality Action Plan and embracing inclusion and a diversity program. Right? Has this come out of a little bit to do with all the um, the... The rapiness uh, in Yeah, I was trying to think of the Parliament. right word because yeah. there was a bit of stuff that came out in the last probably 18 months. And, uh, and uh, you know, women being paid and treated as equals in the workplace and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Apparently, the Women's Employee Network promotes gender equality and supports its members to succeed in their personal, professional lives. The network priorities are founded driving cultural change and encouraging men to drive this cultural change, particularly in areas where men can make a significant contribution. The network promotes women's career successes by facilitating opportunities for learning, networking and career mobility and encouraging flexible approaches to work. Okay, so... So they're really fucking hammering at home. Yep. I'm going to show you... I'm wondering where this is going, because that's a very serious topic. Very serious topic. Not something that we would normally have a joke about, so where are you going? (laughs) Well, let me show you the logo that is going to be... was was going to be put everywhere (laughs) to promote the Women's Employee Network. Right. And let me see whether or not... Women's Employee Network, that'd be when. Yeah, when. To see whether or not your brain went 
similar to mine. And it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Right. To see whether or not you believe oh. the, 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 the colour. So it's a logo. It's a logo, just promoting this network. Yep. What do you reckon about that? <laughs> Why would... Not a joke. That looks like a couple of boobs. Oh, really? A couple of boobs or yep. cock and balls? Well, that too. <laughs> oh, yeah? No, I'll go there then. See, I was going for, I was going for titties. Yeah. <laughs> um, but titties. Yeah. Yeah, you actually, can't see past now, the cock and balls. Now, I, can no, you? now you've pointed it out. It's yeah, it's cock and balls. <laughs> women's with women's written under it. Yeah, so it's women's, women's cock and balls. Cock and balls. So that, I'm assuming what you're saying is that online everyone's gone. You cannot use that. Correct. They have been roasted like you would not believe that this one thing that is supposed to be specifically about empowering women and. And equality is basically a cock and balls. <laughs> and there have been design oh, no. studios and marketing people have gone, this is not a mistake. This is a deliberate 13-year-old schoolboy's fucking trying to do something. <laughs> and for whatever reason, everyone's looked at it and gone, no, that's a great idea. Unbelievable. They have... Um, so, I'm assuming that they hadn't actually printed anything around and so forth that had just been, here's our new logo we're going to use. Oh, no, they pumped it out. They oh, did they? Yeah, right. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, right. it oh. really just did. Um, it's a Daryl moment. Correct. These resources fell well short of the national standard and what experts needed to actually change behaviours and prevent abuse. Yeah, no one here has said, oh, no, I can see what they're trying to do. Yeah. Apparently, the 3.7 million campaign was pulled after the backlash. $3.7 million. Marketing campaign. Oh, because of a stupid logo. The cock and balls. <laughs> Women's cock and balls. Oh, it's... Surely there'll be someone that would have vetted that earlier and gone, oh, no, I don't Come think that's on. good. It's, look... You just need to even go Even away from that, it's not even a good logo. No, well, look, it's not a good logo, and I'm not going to defend the logo, but that style of having a picture and then the same colour shaft after it is in line with the corporate branding of a lot of the, the parliamentary sort of stuff. Okay. So it's not a standalone thing. It's it's in line with, you know, other... It's still not a good logo. Though. It's a shit logo. <laughs> it really is a shit logo. Anyway, no one is supporting it, and um, that has gone down as an epic fail. Mm. There was another epic fail, actually, this week. Yeah. Um, did you hear that India accidentally fired a missile into Pakistan? No. <laughs> fuck, no. How do you... Was Daryl involved? That's what I thought of straight away. It took me straight back to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> with, oh, oh when, no! When the, fucking when, shot a missile into Pakistan again. It was uh, Ginesh, a... Ginesh, you little fuckwit. <laughs> it was a technical malfunction. Technical malfunction. Mm. I'm just over the Kashmir border, was it? <laughs> uh, apparently it um, flew 124 kilometres into their airspace. Mm. So, <laughs> so it wasn't just... Oops. I wasn't near the border. No. So they've just, apparently it wasn't armed. But it was pointing in that direction. But I reckon, I mean, 
I would look. I haven't been there before personally. I haven't been to India or Pakistan. Okay. But I would assume that their relationships are normally still a little bit volatile. Especially up the north near the Kashmir border, there mm. is still a lot yeah. of argy-bargy over. Is this your land? Is this our land? Yeah. So, and that's, this has been going on for quite a while. Oh, a little while. Yeah, it's been so, a while. Yeah. It didn't start just, you know, like during COVID or something. <laughs> this has been going for freaking decades. decades. Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe 60, probably 60, 70 years, I reckon. It's been a while. Yeah, it really has. Um, but yeah, they <laughs> just accidentally fired a missile into Pakistan. Well, the problem is, even if you accidentally fire a missile, look, we've all been there. You know? <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been. It's two in the morning, you've had a couple of bevies, and you decide to text the ex, and instead... You fire a missile. Like, it's just going to happen. You see, I, I'm smart now. I took that app off my phone. <laughs> Text so, the X. Yeah, it's just... No, no, the, the fire missile app. Oh, well done. Well played. <laughs> Good for you. No, the X. No, no they can get all the barrows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, look, we've all been there and we've all decided to, oh, it's two in the morning. What are we going to do? Fucking let's fire a missile. I think the thing that Pakistan can probably take away from this probably is where their bone of contention is. Like, they might get there and go, look, we understand... You know, Jignesh, you've you've fired a missile and that just happens to everyone. We've all done it. But if it's gone 124 kilometres into Pakistan airspace, that means you're already pointing your missile directly at us. (laughs) So even your accidental I fired it means that you still had one pointing at us. And that's just poor form, quite frankly. And these are, look, I reckon they've got a lot pointing at each other. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, And they've got the nukes too. They do have yeah, a couple, just so, up their sleeve. So they're not just, we don't have the little, like the skyrockets. Like they're not just, you know, <laughs> no, firing it across the fence. No, they've got the big bubs. Yeah, mm. kaboomski. So yeah, I just thought that was great. It just took me back to Hawaii. Do you reckon they were trying to, you know, test the waters and see, well, look, see Uncle, what happens? Uncle Vlad's doing something. Let's see if we can get away with it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Tell you what, though, there's going to be words. You'd be a brave, brave. <laughs> Make sure the, the person that has to stand up. Like, okay, fine. I'll ring Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they already know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, sorry, we've had a bit of a technical malfunction. You may see a missile going towards you. Don't panic. It's not armed. It's fine. You can disarm what you guys are doing. It's all good. I promise. It's Pinky not going to do anything. <laughs> promise. Pinky swear. Pinky promise even. Yeah, that's... um, it, It's a volatile part of the world. Yeah. And that's not going to make things any better. No. At all. And, and even now, I mean, whilst, you know, the Pakistani-Indian border is a little bit away from Ukraine, it's not going to help things. No. <laughs> like, you don't want to be that guy. I mean, before we know it, give it another 20 years. Mm. That entire district all the way through that middle guts. It's just like Game of Thrones. <laughs> dun, dun, <laughs> da, da, dun, dun. Oh, does that mean we're going to get dragons? Oh, probably. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they've got, got them in somewhere. They've got them in Siberia somewhere, <laughs> training the dragons. Well, they've got them on all their castles and that kind of thing too, like yeah. going dragons over there, you know, through the Indias and everything. And I mean, surely they must be living somewhere. I reckon. They wouldn't have just invented dragons. 
No, it's it's historically fact. Yeah, so maybe they're under a mountain. Maybe we need a volcano to erupt or something, and, it, and the eggs that are sitting on there, suddenly they hatch, and then we get little dragons, and then someone out in the Amazonian forest somewhere cares for them. In Brazil? Yeah, it's moved a long way. But, but then... You then had when me in they, Siberia, but, but when they, when, they, when they grow to maturity, yes. then they fly back homeward. And then we have this this approaching dragons coming in and question yeah <laughs> European dragons or Asian dragons I don't know if there's a difference oh there is is there fucking I there is I you are so not nerdy enough no apparently not uh, where's your dragon where's your dragon a you, dragon didn't you have a what dragon? dragon I thought you had a guard a dragon somewhere no a don't figurine think so. uh, no. must be the other cut. Personal oh, podcast with. There, behind the boxes, it's actually bookends. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't see it. Oh, yes. That is a European dragon. Is it? What's the difference? It's Tell me, wings. Joe. What? It's got wings. So, what, Asian dragons don't, don't have, have wings? wings? No, they're like a long fucking snake. Oh, I did not know that. They've got the legs, but they don't have these big sort of gargoyle sort of Game of Thrones style fucking European wings. I was not aware. That, I believe, is the main difference. I'm sure there are many out there called Keith who play Dungeons and Dragons who can tell you quite a lot of the differences between European. Well, it's exactly, you know, for those out there that are dragon experts, mm. and I, we know there's a lot of oh, you. Oh, we know you're out there. <laughs> let, let us know. Yeah. I'm, I'm very intrigued now. So I'm, I, I certainly am more team. Team European style dragon. Remember Ten Rings? Mm-hmm. Mm, I think they were non-winged dragons, more serpentiny. Big dragony thing at the end, wasn't there? Yes, they rode them. Did seem very serpentiny. I got to admit. Yeah, I believe it's it's the big fuck off wings. What about um? I mean, other areas. What's like a New Zealand dragon like? I mean, what do they look like? Oh, they're a butt shut, bro, and you can't even eat them. <laughs> I mean, are they are they covered in wool? Yeah, the woolly dragon. The woolly dragon? <laughs> I don't know. I've never thought about dragon facts before, I've got to be honest. That's not something I've ever really looked into. I didn't realise there were different dragons. Oh, you didn't know? No. Oh. Makes sense now, you've said it. <laughs> but, in that case, then my, my dragons that are in the Amazonian forest, being cared for mm. by local tribes people. Yes. Uh, they would then have to be European dragons. Because they were the winged ones, weren't they? Yes. Yeah, because that way they can then fly back. And they but can I do think... all the whole kind of, you know, mid-European Game of Thrones sort of... Dun, 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 dun. Which would make sense, because Dragon also sang April Sun in Cuba. And that's sort of in that South American well, area. Yeah. Yeah, once you think about it, it makes perfect sense. I mean, dragons have been in music for a long time, haven't they? I mean, you've got to make some dragons. Yeah. So, and, and those dragons that you're talking about won't be able to go fly home until they're old enough. Are you old enough for love? <laughs> oh, I can't believe you brought it back to that. <laughs> uh, answer your question, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's... That's interesting. Dragons. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I never thought that was going to be something that we would cover on this show. Aussie dragons. There's, there's people listening now going, wow, I've always wanted that about dragons. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I've just always wondered that about dragons. 
<sighs> now, guess what I did this weekend? What did you do, Joe? I went fishing. Oh, I did see a couple of photos of fishing. fishing. So and not, actually not standing things. by water throwing bait in and then going home, actually throwing stuff in water and then bringing things out of the water. Mm, not like, gumboots. No, not no. gumboots. Proper bloody fucking fish. <laughs> Mind you. So my brother Ryan said, oh, come over, we'll go for a fish. We'll go out in the boat. We'll get it done. Now, the last time you may remember that we went out, four seconds, Jake says, it was before we caught the first two fish. Mm-hmm. He goes, I can't believe it, Uncle Ryan. Put the wall- line in the water. Four seconds later, bang, bang, two flathead. And I'm like, well... Mate, it's probably not going to happen that quickly again. And Ryan said, no, no, I guarantee we'll go out, we'll have a fish, we'll get catch some guarantee. fish. A guarantee, which is a big call. It's a huge call. Yeah. So after a minute when we hadn't caught anything, the kids are like, oi, what is, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> we got a guarantee. We had a guarantee. But by the end of the, well, I reckon we went fishing for about two hours, three hours on the water, over 20 fish. Couple of flatties, couple of uh, calamari, which I cooked tonight. Nice. Cooked some squid um, and a lot of gurnet. What's gurnet? It's a fucking ugly fish. I've never heard of a gurnet before. It's little and it's orange and it just looks like rage. <laughs> and it's got these spines off them, which apparently, if you get pricked by these spines, hurts like a motherfucker. Ah, oh, as in stingy hurt? Very stingy hurt. But. Delicious to eat. <laughs> Absolutely delicious to eat. Um, yeah, so if How you... big are they? I don't know. Uh, softball. Okay. About that? Yeah. I've never heard of them before. A gurnet. Yeah, look it up. It's an ugly fish. It sounds like some piece of really weird um, 19th century European Dragon. lingerie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, put on the gurnet. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, the orange garnet. Um, I'll have a look uh, and see whether I can show you a photo of said garnet. How many of those did you catch? Uh, I, quite a few. Quite a few. I reckon 20. There you go. That's what a garnet oh, looks fuck like. Fuck, they are ugly. It is, isn't it? Wow. Full of rage. Yeah. And those spines on the top? Not decoration. Uh, no, they're... Um... Yeah, that's an angry fish. Yeah, it really is an angry. You've got to be angry really careful fish. taking that off the hook. It's an aquatic dragon. Wow. It is an aquatic dragon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when you do, well worth it. Slightly um, crumbed and pan fried. Delicious. Oh. Ugly little prick, though. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> there is. It's not me ginger. Gingers uh, are always ugly. Now, rule number one, Mr. Burns. Oh, what? What now? I think really? I've- I think How I can found... we move into rule number one just off the cuff like that? Well, I think I've found, an... found another contender. Oh. There was a lady, and we will use that name, a lady, Lauren <laughs> Summer, but Sommer, not Summer. Okay. S-O-M-M-E-R, was 24, was charged with kidnapping and intentionally causing injury in Wangaratta. Oh, we're in Aussie. Good. We're in... Yes. Stephen Garrett, young 19-year-old... Peter Garrett's nephew. Peter Garrett's nephew, Stephen Garrett, lent a 19-year-old boy, Brody Mitchell, his bike, and gave him 100 bucks at 4am 
to go out and buy some methamphetamines. Oh, wonderful. Now- Because that's the prime time for meth. For a ham in Wangaratta. Mate, honestly, whenever I've got a bit of a craving, yes. I always make sure it's around 4am, because that's when everyone's about. <laughs> Fucking right, it is. Mm. Lauren and Stephen, I think, were dating, and we'll use that word, dating. <laughs> 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 Unfortunately, what happened was Brody got rolled at 4am, and they took his 100 bucks. Well, that's just rude. And he couldn't buy any meth. Um, What's he going to do now? Well, when he retu- failed to return with the bike and the drugs, apparently Lauren took a little bit of an issue to it. He, taking our fucking ages and not answering my fucking calls. I want to tear his fucking throat out. Apparently it was the voicemail message that uh, Lauren left. Is that a direct quote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so when he returned, she stole his bike and stomped him in the nuts. Well, he didn't come back with the meth. Well, that's what it is, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's what happens. I reckon she's a contender. I really reckon she's a contender. They did look at him. Summer, Lauren, drove Mr. Mitchell um, to the Waterbury Ranges where they made him strip, shove wet socks in his mouth, and threatened okay, to this fuck him up the arse. Jumped up a little and bit. kill him, Yes. Then they forced him back into the car and drove him to the home in Wangaratta. And then they held him in the hallway for about three hours. <coughs> uh, repeatedly assaulted, interrogated him about the missing bicycle. Um, he begged to be released and he was told to shut the fuck up and give him two glasses of water and a cup of milk. Because, you know. Cup of milk. Cup of milk. Okay. Um, and then they spread his legs and stomped him in the testicles. Oh. <sighs> But the thing is, you can tell... Oh, what have that you got? That's what she looks like. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, I understand. That's going to catch you out with rule number one. Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah. So, if you're in Wangaratta... Because she doesn't look too crazy. Oh, crazy eyes. <laughs> um, but I'm telling you, if you're in Wangaratta and it's 4am, someone gives you 100 bucks and a push bike <laughs> and says, go get me. <laughs> Come back with the meth, mate. Yeah, bring the meth back. Bring yeah. the bring the meth back. <laughs> do, do, do. Anyway, there you go. That's all I had on Lauren, unfortunately. Right, hey. I thought you were going to go down a really, really violent path there. Oh. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to no, be. No, it wasn't as bad, but I mean. It's still not fun. I, <laughs> I don't think he was thinking it was fun. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's what happens if you try and go get meth at 4 a.m. Hmm? Life goals. <laughs> Life goals. <laughs> uh, so, um, one thing I was going to throw in, I was really surprised this morning. So, I went camping on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Did the, the swag and all the rest and my normal little setup. Yes, minus swag, buddy. Uh, no, no. No, didn't no, hang just, the undies out on the no, clothesline. Didn't, didn't put any pineapples out anywhere. Okay, didn't right. do any of that. But, um, but there's vans everywhere. Like, the vans are... Proper it's camper this, vans or just like little combis? No, proper camper vans. They're okay. A, it's a fucking vandemic. A vandemic? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> they, are, they are taking over. It's yeah. insane. I did notice today whilst driving around lots of vans and caravans. It's fucking bizarre. Everywhere in Tassie. And they hang out in hordes. Like what, one, is that a collective noun of vans? Yeah. A horde. Yeah, a horde of vans. <laughs> so, I mean, there'll be like, you know, three or four vans together. I mean, yes. they've got their own little commune. Like, they just circle the vans. Pretty much. So they do all that. But 
then this morning was like the Monday. So, of course, this is the last day of the long weekend. Yes. And I don't get up too early to pack up. I'll normally get up maybe oh, around 9, 9.30, then cook some breakfast. And then, yeah. you know, you slowly just start to pack a bit of a few things up. and Head off about lunch. Probably go on, yeah, a bit before lunch. And that's all good. But you're seeing a few vans kind of go down the dirt road pass. Obviously, they're kind of taking off. Sure. Um, a lot of screaming But I kids. left about 11.30 and every van had already gone. Where? All of them. This is the thing. <laughs> I don't know. Because, I mean, what, are they going to another place? Do they just disappear into the Netherlands? Where do, Denmark. They, where do they go? <laughs> Netherlands, sorry. Poland. Yeah, it's just... It was a pandemic. A pandemic. And then, out of nowhere, they just disappeared. Just poof, gone. Like some sort of David Copperfield magic trick. Pretty much. But where do they fucking go? Home? Because, but I don't know if they do. Maybe. Did you take any notice of Rego No, I didn't. So you don't know whether or not the, you know... Tourist in, vans interna- or what their International travellers. Yeah, don't know. From the, from the but north? But I just find it really weird that people that have the big vans, and these aren't just a little van you tow either. I mean, these are, these are big towing vans. This like, is basically like a little apartment. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, you know they need a wide load sign. Like, mm. something it's just going on. But you see all these people, and for some reason they've got to get up early and go. It's like, where the fuck are you getting to? Like, <laughs> what? this is still What's a hurry. It's still a day off. Just, you know, Relax. Kick back, have some breakfast, kick back again. You don't have to pack everything up. And more the point, you don't even have to fucking pack up. You just stay where you are. You just close a door. <laughs> Drive on, home. Put it, add it onto the table and fucking you're away. Job done, son. I've got to take down a swag, club a couple of mats, put my awning Barbie. down, pull the barbie, put that into the bag, you know, fold a chair up. Ah. All this stuff. And you... You just close the shut, door. Shut the door. What are you going so early for? Take the chocks out from the wheel and you're done. Yeah, just, I don't get it. But yeah, it's just, there's a serious pandemic going on, man. <laughs> and, and the reason why I can't with that is that like, they love to use the, the demic mm. word. Like, it, you know, it's pandemic when COVID didn't. Yes. And then they're talking about endemic. Yes. And all this other stuff. So if you actually look at this heap, we could come up with a whole range of demics. Well, so instead of Van Gate. It's a pandemic. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what are you going to go? You could have a. Um, I mean, just go through the alphabet. So, an A, B, C. If you run out of VB, it'd be a pandemic. Pandemic. <laughs> well, we're podcasting, so it's a poddemic. <laughs> <laughs> um, if for some reason um, someone did the wrong thing, like a Johnny Depp, for instance, Amber Heard, they lose all their fans. Yes. It'd be a pandemic. <laughs> what else would we have? Um. <laughs> If you get a couple of blokes running around stealing everyone's money, it's a shamdemic. In the States, when they try and take the guns away, it's a gundemic. <laughs> this goes on forever, doesn't it? Imagine if there's if you go to the supermarket in the deli mm. and there's no sliced meat, it's a hamdemic. <laughs> um, you know, the whole kind of scenario of... um. Trying to find a man in your life, you know, yep. on the farms and that kind of thing. And I say, you know, there's a there's not enough men around. There's all these women that want men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. Oh, fucking Mardi Gras. <laughs> it's a glamdemic. Glamdemic. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I could go on forever. There's so many demics, Joe. But what um, does- if you get, if you bloody um, get a nice, nice brown on your skin, mm. and everyone's doing it, it's a pandemic. <laughs> Oh, a pandemic! Just mm. fair enough. 
Too many I mean, di- imagine if George Michael, if they don't play his music anymore, it's a whamdemic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Well done. Did I do it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Ashton Kutcher's wife leaves him. It's a demi demic. Demi demic. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I can just say there's a lot of demics to come. There are. We're not running out of demics real quick. No, I tell you mm. what though. What I do remember from episode 134 though is you said to me, "This pandemic we're in at the moment, the COVID, <laughs> I'm over it." <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough. Still My thinking am. hasn't changed. You're still over it. Mm. Yeah, we, we had a conversation in episode 134 where you're like, because it was our first episode back after five weeks oh, away. Cause, yeah, because we had to. Is that when we were actually doing it? Um, and I'm in the shed. Skype again. Mm. Yeah, because I was in Leith and you were here and yep. I was in the shed and <laughs> yeah. it had been five weeks and everyone had been in lockdown and wow. we finally got out. Into the world, mm. looking around. Ooh. That's back when everyone was coughing and all the rest of it. It's a phlegmatic. A <laughs> That's not too many Flemish people. A phlegmatic. A phlegmatic. Well, we certainly didn't have a beardemic. No. No, that went. I think there was a lot of people that did grow a lot of beards in that period, though. Mm. Because everyone's just like, who cares? Who gives It doesn't a shit? matter. No one cares anymore. They just don't. Do you think that's been good for the beard industry? The pandemic? You know what isn't COVID. good? Mm. And I have noticed this too. Because I, uh, when the mask mandate started coming, because we were lucky here in Tassie, we didn't have to wear masks for long at all. Everyone well, complained about it. But, I mean, yeah, Melbourne's going for forever. Realistically, we only had to start wearing masks from the 15th of December It's only last a few year, months. 2021. Yeah, so it hasn't been long at all. But I jumped online and bought three kind of decent masks. So I wanted to get something comfortable. Yep. So I'd have to wear it for work. And whether they work or don't work, at least I didn't want to have to be uncomfortable all That day. was the rule. We were going to follow it. Job done. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, But I got, obviously, an email from that company you know, saying, you know, basically, haven't heard from it in a while. You know, we've got a great <laughs> offer going. And I'm thinking, all those companies that made all that money making masks, mm. I reckon right now they're going, fuck, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. Because... But they were probably companies that did something else before the pandemic. Oh, they would. I mean, they wouldn't have been a mask company. No, they would have been. They would have offshoot offshooted onto masks somehow. Yeah, they no. were. They were doing something mm. and went shit. We can't do that business at the moment mm. because retail's dead. Let's move online. Well, we can't sell what we normally sell, which is widgets. So let's make masks. masks. Let's I tell that. you what, the Etsy business went off though, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Etsy masks. Well, that was the thing. The mask itself became a bit of a fashion statement. Oh, people were definitely wearing them as as an accessory. And studies were done to say that people felt other people looked more attractive in masks. Really? Allegedly, yeah. I didn't know that. But I did find it funny that now, and for those people who are not living in Tassie, we have relaxed some of our mask-wearing requirements. Nearly all the way back now. Yeah. Um, So if we go to Woolies... Or we go to the shops. You don't need to be wearing a mask as a patron, hmm. and it is quite interesting now. I don't know whether do they still have to wear it if they work there now. There's some situations, depending on your industry. Friday just gone, like even pubs and clubs and stuff. You don't have to wear a mask anymore. Yeah, I think it comes gone. down to. Uh, I did see a sign saying uh, masks are encouraged in hmm. this business. I did the one thing I did laugh at is that there was a statement that came out. It was from one of the pollies, whether it was Gutwin or whoever mm. it was, 
saying that, um, you know, if you want to wear a mask, you can. Mm. I thought, well, that's always been the case. Yes. Like, it's not suddenly a rule now saying, you know, if you want to wear one, you can. Mm. I thought, well, I could have worn a mask for the last 10 years. Correct. I, that'd be a decision I would make. I could wear a mask everywhere. Yeah, I'm you, no man. You don't have to I tell me that I still have the option to wear one if I want. Yes. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like, you can wear underwear if you want to. Why would you? Because <laughs> I'm free, free, free balling. <laughs> Pants optional. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but... Pants-demic. Pants-demic. <laughs> Pants-down-demic. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, it's, it's interesting that, you know, we've now decided that we're not having, like, that's not a requirement. So it, I found it interesting to have an interaction with people where I can actually read non-verbal cues on how that person's thinking, mm-hmm. where you can actually see someone's facial expressions. Yep. That's a whole new ball game, and it's a little bit disconcerting at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah, like people are actually looking at you and – because I found that even, you know, when you're wearing masks, you'd smile at people, and then you go, oh, fuck, they can't see it. No. You can <laughs> so see you, so you poke a change in, in face – or facial expression slightly, but you actually mm. don't know what's going on underneath. Yeah, exactly. You can assume they're smiling. They could be flipping you the tongue bird. They could be. <laughs> they could be going full on Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> but a tongue Yeah, tongue demic. They're probably not though. Probably not. They mm. might be though. People wouldn't do that. If you pay extra, they do. <laughs> do you tip? <laughs> Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Uh, well, roadies, um, rear view Russ, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> Big shout out to Russ if you are listening. Um, yeah, we'll catch up sometime. Yeah, and uh, good luck to Melbourne this year too. Good luck to Sainers. Good luck to Collingwood. Yeah, good on you. By the time this goes to where? We would have played we'll have a game. We've already played our game. Yeah. God knows what this... Season is going to hold. I don't know football. what I'm dreading. I don't know what I'm dreading more. Opening night of the AFL or next weekend, I'm camping. <laughs> You're borrowing the swag again. I am borrowing the swag the again. Some use. We've got a combined Cubs and Scouts camp. The only Cub Demic, a Cub Demic, a Scout Demic. <laughs> um, the only saving grace that this is actually at a a camping facility. Yeah, you're not so, out in the wild. No, so there will be amenities. Yeah, there'll be no dragons. No, oh, oh, I wish there'd be dragons. <laughs> Tassie dragons. Tassie dragons. Sounds it's like a bad cricket team. I bet so it'd be a good sporting club. Yeah, yeah. the Tassie dragons. Mm, that'd work. Mind you, though, we do generally go the devil. Yeah, it's been overdone, the well, We've got the Jack Jumpers now. We do. Speaking of, I'm going to see the Jack Jumpers this weekend. This weekend? In Launceston. Mm. Oh, good for you. Yeah, haven't seen the Jack Jumpers play. I'm not a huge basketball fan, I've got to be honest. Oh, that's all right. Um, but got a friend that's got uh, courtside seats, so... Perfect. We'll go and check that out. But in saying that, I love watching sport. If people have got decent skill level, I enjoy it. doesn't matter whether it's yeah. a sport that I've played or watched or not. And so it should be fun. Why not support some amateur sport? Exactly. It's Tassie. And the next thing you know, you could one of those jack jumpers could be playing for the Australia one day. <sighs> exactly right. You never know. Yeah. Anyway, roadies, as always, it has been an absolute pleasure. Um, I'm Joe. I'm not Russ. No. And we are the South Road Boys. <laughs> we certainly are.